Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. My name is Fergus Craig and I am joined by Paul Doolan and Dave Watson. Uh, oh. I see what you did there. I quite liked it. Tension. Uh, how yeah. are you both? I'm all right, yeah. I'm just going to ask every question to both of you at the same time. Out <laughs> <laughs> of democracy. Yeah, yes, Dave, you've got big news. The kitchen is finished. Kitchen is finished at this day. Go and have a look at the the incredible journey we've all been on. It's uh, yeah, it's done. Everything's done. It's been like Newcastle season. Early on, I was worried about that kitchen. I thought no one can save it, especially when you, you changed builders halfway through, didn't you? You had that weird, <laughs> massive Geordie guy. <laughs> And then I got a professional in. Yeah. But but it just like Callum Wilson, a lovely finish. Right. And when is obviously the work is done now, but when is the actual official launch? We're we're gonna do a soft launch uh for a few friends and, and family, and then we're gonna open it out to the the public. Sure. And Actually, Aramco, yeah, yeah. Aramco <laughs> yeah, bought the, the naming rights to your kitchen. <laughs> but um, here's one. The, there's a new bar opening up in, in Manchester, uh, and it's blockbuster video themed. So it's it's made to look like an old blockbuster video store. And that's a really narrow, like, target audience, isn't it? It's not going to be anyone's local. <laughs> Just, no. just popping down the blockbuster for a pint. <laughs> so fucking weird. God. That is, mean, that's up there with that cereal bar. Someone's is gonna, that even open still? I think, no, it I think that's shut down. People it's, go it's a, to be random. It's hmm. a gimmick, and my mind's gone through a couple of things. It's a gimmick, but I could see it working on a kitsch level, but then I was like, oh, students will like it. Then it occurred to me, students now won't even rem- remember blockbuster video. Yeah. yeah okay well we'll see have to get down there i mean so basically 
you're, you you brought that up because that's your competition. Those are the big two big yeah. things opening uh, in the Manchester area. <laughs> your kitchen and the Blockbuster video bar. I would go to your kitchen every time, Dave. So Always um, welcome. I'm going to move things on to uh, football. It's, yeah. it's, it's the end of the season. We can now look at the league table. And I'm, I'm proud to say that... Uh, I finished out of the three of us in uh, first place in our fantasy football oh. table. Um, congratulations, by the way, to the person who won with their team of Tyson Shambles. Obviously, has a uh, a team a, a name that I cannot pronounce. It's Kenny. Hi, Shannon. It's Fergus is having a stroke live. Look, it's it, it's Kenny. I can pronounce Kenny, not a problem. Kenny P I A T C Z A N Y N. I mean, it's an one would assume an Eastern European name. Anyway, could have googled it, but. Proof if we need it that racism isn't always just graffiti and overt actions. Sometimes it's just little things. Just laziness and ignorance. Okay. Well, congratulations to Kenny. Kenny. Uh, yeah. You've done well. Uh, out of the three of us, once again, I finished in first place. I finished 13th out of everyone. I'm just scrolling through. I mean, I haven't looked at my team since Christmas, to be fair. If Paul... You finish next. And uh, Dave, just remind me, what was your team name again? I don't remember. Was it was it forgotten by October or something like that? I think it was better than Paul. Oh, right. I <laughs> because I think the theme this year was you, you were determined that you were really going to try this year and prove that you could finish above us. And do you know what happened? I didn't. I can't remember the last time I'd done yeah. Don't forget, Dave was playing on two fronts this year. It's like Europe. He had the Fantasy League and the Kitchen. It's quite yeah. hard to, to keep going on both fronts for a whole season. Okay, so football-wise, there is a lot to talk about. There is the game against Burnley. There's the, the season awards. There's Dave's just adjusting his uh, airline pilot microphone there. There's the... Um, there's the end of season awards. That's big. There's been some Twitter, Twitter controversy con- controversy between yourself and Dave. Fergus, the whole left side of your face has started drooping. Look, I've, <laughs> look, I've worked through a stroke before. I'll work through this one. It's fine. <laughs> um, yes, there's... Uh, uh, there's stuff to talk about. Jack Grealish disrespecting one of our players. A lot to talk about. Let's start with uh, the Burnley game. Uh, I didn't watch it because there were more exciting things going on and it wasn't one of the available games on Sky Sports. Um, I, I, want it, I thought it was pretty exciting. Battle between Liverpool and Man City, so I wanted to that, watch that. So that was the choice I made. So all I've seen is the highlights. I think, Paul, you watched a fair bit of the I watched there. most of it. I was watching it on my phone in the back of a car. Oh, right. Half time, I switched because I just wanted to see it. The title race looked like it was going to be really interesting. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I watched a show that 
basically sums up all the games at the same time and flits between games live. Yeah. Good show. Um, yeah. So we we sent Burnley down. Yeah. Have we ever sent a team down in recent memory? Not sure. The only one I, the only one I can remember is like Cardiff when they were up. I think we were the. I don't know why that sticks in my okay. mind, but it, it, I, I'm pretty sure we sent Cardiff down when they were up. But aside from that, I can't remember us. Re- it was actually it was quite nice to be a part of the final day with no peril. Dave, do you feel? Do you, are you the sort of person we've we've wrung Burnley's neck, we've killed them? Are you the sort of person who feels no uh, emotion about it at all, or or do you feel a little bit bad for them? No, I don't feel bad for them. It's the nature of the sport. We went down. People laughed at us, and fair enough. And- uh, yeah, because that's exactly how you responded. <laughs> Where people laughed at us, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> glad we. I'm glad we weren't like Villa fans were to us. Who didn't That's, seem to be. This is my thing. As long as you, you can take the piss in the ground, and you, as long as you don't like turn up with, um, like banners and stuff. Ah, we sent years down and stuff. That's that's cheap. But just having a bit of a laugh and that, that's fine. Yeah. But Who's as your soon next as the game... Messiah, Alistair Campbell, or. Don't know who else is Tom, Tom Hanks? Is he, is he Burnley? He's a Villa is he? fan, isn't he? He's Aston Villa. Villa. No. Everyone knows that. I don't fucking know. about the Villa. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I didn't. It, I didn't feel bad about it at all. Although I did only just learn. I only learned after the fact. I'd heard bits about it, but just how much financial trouble Burnley are. Yeah. Because they've gone down to the extent yeah. they're out of business, <clears throat> but I agree that of course it is just the game, and I also I find I find it a bit weird when I understand if there is a direct rivalry between the existing rivalry between the two clubs, mm. but when the opposing team are just I, I think it happens somewhere else. I don't know where they're like just laughing at that team. But, but you get, but you get that at like both ends of the table as well. Apparently, the um, in the uh, Liverpool game against Aston Villa, the Aston Villa fans were cheering when they heard that Man City had scored, and were like giving it large to the Liverpool fans. When really, Aston Villa have no dog in that fight. To be at fair, all. no, no, no. I'm just like you know, I don't. No, yeah. At the time, I thought, well, that's a bit shit. Actually, to be fair, on the day, it's just on the day banter, isn't it? It's on the day banter between. Yeah. It's fine. Paul, I'm um, getting bogged down in this. Paul? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need a question, not Do just you want to talk name. about football? Just go ahead, just say something. <laughs> That's wonderful sport. I tell you, it was a really, really entertaining yeah. Um, final day, but our game was entertaining in and of itself. It was a, yeah. like the I've seen the extended highlights on the Newcastle webpage. Yeah, um, that sounded old, didn't it? On the internet, on the, web, on the, the internet. Wide web. Yeah, on our web page. Um, I thought it was yeah, it was good. It was a professional performance. We put away a side that we were, we should have been fighting for their lives, and we dealt with them quite professionally. And two goals for Callum Wilson, Paul. Yeah, I 
It's the worrying thing. You just sort of think, oh, imagine if we can keep him fit for a whole season. But history suggests we'd be lucky to get half a season out of him. I mean, I don't mm. think he stayed fit for a whole season for no. like five or six years. I don't know really. if his injury record's getting worse every season or not. Yeah. I don't know. But Whatever I, I think... it is, I don't think he's played much more than 20 games since Brexit. Since Brexit. Though. Maybe that's <laughs> why. <laughs> the last five or six years. <laughs> I tell you though, the the second goal, like, because I mean, we can gloss over the first one because it was just a bizarre decision by the um, by the Burnley defender. It was one of those one of those handballs that I kind of didn't think it would ever happen again because yeah. of because of VAR. Because it's like, well, the cameras are on you; like, you're never going to get away with this. So I, I thought we'd see in the back of it, but then um, the second goal. It was lovely. It was a really lovely team goal and St. Maximum released the ball at the right time. He did, to be fair. Credit to him. Um, Well, I think as well, St. Maximum, his controversial interview early in the year of like, with the right Mm. striker, I'd have as many assists as Mane. Sort of start to see his point when you've got Wilson up there. Yeah. It's no no surprise that, that his best two performances have come with Wilson on the pitch. Anything else on the Burnley game? <laughs> <laughs> we can tell you're excited about it. I think we're I don't know. I, did, I didn't watch it. I've seen the highlights. It just it just feels it was for us it didn't mean We were well. on the beach as fans, I think, let's be honest. And then it, I suppose it was nice to see that the players weren't on the beach, right? It was playing against a team who were fighting for their lives, and also, I suppose maybe it was it was that for that reason that Eddie Howe still fielded a strong side. Because if it was mm. a de- if if there was nothing in it for either side, you could see this being a sort of game where he he gives he he, he gave Matt Ritchie some minutes or whatever because it's his last game. Is it Matt Ritchie's? Let's talk about Matt Ritchie. Was it his last game for the club? You'd have to think so, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Done. Which is, uh, the, 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 I think the thing with Matt Ritchie is that wherever he goes next, he, he's never like embarrassed himself at, at Newcastle. You know, there's not going to be, when Kieran Clark goes, there will be, you know, people saying, you know, that they're happy to see the back of him and far, far worse on, on social media. Whereas when Matt Ritchie goes, I think he's got enough, you know, uh, cachet with the fans that he'll get a nice send-off, but he's clearly not good enough for us anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. a bit like when Gutierrez went or Perch, the sort of cult heroes, but you kind of think he's really good for the dressing room, but you can't really survive in a squad just on that. I feel mm. like it's a bit harsh on Gutierrez to be lumped in with Perch. <laughs> I don't, well, Gutierrez. Argentinian international. Yeah, I see but... what the point you're making. If, if Richie goes, if he were to go abroad, what I'd like to think is that uh, there'll be a fan of a club in Turkey or something who's not familiar with Matt Richie and we'll look him up and there'll be like a Welcome to Galatasaray video. And it'll be a compilation. And that'd be like, why is the first five minutes of this just him kicking a corner flag? 
he had some great moments. Yeah, was it the winner against Man City? He had that penalty, but I think the highlight for me will be that most of his highlights for me are him either kicking corner flags, kicking players, or reports of him kicking players in training. <laughs> well, there was. We'll never forget. Never forget the corner flag that actually hit someone in the bollocks <laughs> when he kicked it. <laughs> Was that this season? No, that was last no, season, wasn't it? Before. No. Was it? That was in the... Honestly. Yeah, last order. season was no fans. So it, been, it would have had to have gone out the stadium. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I think I lived in another continent when that happened. Yeah. But I wonder, I wonder actually how many of the of the players who, who played against Burnley, how many of them will still be there mm. next season? Because you'd expect... Right. Okay, Sorry, go on. Well, we're going to have uh, a broader conversation uh, after the break about uh, end-of-season awards and what have you. And uh, I guess we're going to look forward to the to the future, which none of us know, but we at least... Oh, know. no, I do, so I should have mentioned that. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But I'm Great. just trying to bring up the line-up from... from uh, I've got it in front of me. All right. Well, I've got it in front of me now. Right. All right. First day day of the season. This is just one word answers, right? Three answers. It's either going to be out the door, first 11 in the squad, right? Yeah. Those are your three options. What if we want them to go out on loan to get experience? That counts as in the squad. Okay. As in, on the books, right? On Out the, the door, on the books. <laughs> Up the junction, First over the top, in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Callum Wilson. Paul. What's the one for staying? <laughs> <laughs> On first the book, eleven. Or in the first on the books, first eleven out the door. Paul. First, uh, on the books. On the books. Dave. Yeah, on the books. Bruno. Paul. First eleven. Dave. First name, first eleven. All agreed so far. Trippier. Paul. First eleven. Dave. First eleven. Agreed. Dan Byrne. Paul. First eleven. Dave. First eleven. Agreed. Paul. Saint Maximin. What do I think or what do I want? What do you think? I think out the door. Dave. I think first eleven, but not at left wing. Okay. We, there, this game does not allow for caveat. Okay. Yeah. First eleven then. Okay. I think yeah. Say- changing position is moving and grooving. Okay. I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say on the books, but that's a tricky one. Hmm. Matt Target, Paul. I want him to stay, but I think out the door. It depends if we can get our first choice left back. Who seems oh, to be now Dave's introduced waffling, and now we're off. But yeah, all right, out out the door. I think no, that was it's all fine. Dave, first eleven. Ooh, Dubravka. Paul. Up the chimney. Out the door. Out the door, okay. 
I think so. No. Around the horn. <laughs> Does that mean out the door? <laughs> no, it means first 11. First 11, right, okay. Yeah, yeah I think probably still first 11. Uh, Joel Linton, Paul. First 11. Dave. First 11. Yeah, I think first 11, probably. Almiron. Paul. I think out the door. On the books. I'm going to agree with Dave on the books. The cells, Paul. I'm going into the subs now. I think probably on the books, possibly. Dave? Out the door. Yeah, I'm going to say out the door. I think you're probably right. What about... Sean Longstaff, Paul? On the books. Dave? On the books. Yeah, on the books, I agree. Chris Wood, Paul? On the books. Dave? Books. Yes. Richie? Paul? Door. Dave? Door. Door. I don't even know that one. <laughs> this is an this electric feature. Is, I think it's good. I, I like it. Jacob Murphy, last one. Paul. Books. Dave. Yeah, he's on the books. Yeah, on the books. Okay. No, I think out the door, actually. I think you missed really? out Fabian Cher as well. He wasn't. I think I'm, uh, I'm Fergus was lifting from the, um, oh. from the lineup of the last game. I just want to keep naming names. I'm like, I want this game to go for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh, I, I think there's genuinely there's a stack of players that um, that have been in our first team that like weren't available or whatever, like Cher, Shelby, um, Willock, um, yeah. Mankio, Kraft. Sure, actually, there's a lot. The game could go on a lot longer. Yeah, probably. yeah, probably. Probably. Who released that as a bonus? <laughs> yeah. Well, we have to write our answers down. If they match, we win 50 quid. If they don't, we lose 50 quid. Okay, well, let's have a break there because there's so much more to talk about. We should, we should have a break and, um, and we'll be back very soon. Welcome back to the Newcastle Nutter. I didn't want to discuss it, but we've got to. Someone from outside our club has disrespected one of our own. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are we going to do about it? I'm talking about uh, Jack Grealish in quite a hard-to-decipher video in the, uh, the Manchester City celebrations for winning the title jack grealish looked quite uh pissed up and i think uh, you have to remember with foreign players like grealish is their command of english is never going to be great but it is hard like, i'm just going to assume most people have seen the video and if you haven't 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 looked it up he seemed like he was because he was winding up bernardo, bernardo silva mm-hmm. he seemed like his accent like had turned into like a like englishman on holiday yeah yeah. <laughs> I think he Leonardo, does that. The thing is, you play very bad. 
he um so he was winding him up, but I think maybe he was talking about Riyad Mahrez. Yeah. Basically, they were saying the best thing that happened in the game, what turned it around, is taking off Riyad Mahrez because he was playing like shit. He was playing like Almiron. Yeah. I can't believe he's disrespecting one of them. Fuming. It did seem to come out of uh, out of nowhere, didn't it? It's like yeah. Almiron... I think if you paused that video after he said he was playing like and gave me a hundred guesses, I would yeah. not have said Almiron. I mean, I, I sort of, in a weird way, like, you know, I like Almiron and all of that. But in a weird way, I think it's quite a good, because it a, a, a good uh, reference. Because he's not saying he played like, like he didn't play like a donkey or whatever. He's just like, he played like a winger who plays in the same position who would never fucking get signed by Man City, but would never be amongst the likes of us. It was like Almiron's. I think it's the fact it's delivered like a burn. <laughs> yeah. Like such a weird target for that. Because, I mean, with all, like, like I'll, I'll be critical of Almiron, but there's, there's far worse right wingers in the. It's, it, it's so weird. That's why it's a good reference. But maybe this is the thing. Maybe they talk about it in Man City when they're yeah. away in a hotel and they watch Newcastle or whatever. And they're like, "It's fucking Almiron." Look at him. He's shit. Maybe it's a running joke. I don't, I don't get it. But I, I, I did quite enjoy how, like, Mank, Jack Grealish, like his his like the walk on the stage and stuff like that. He was quite mank in his, like, swagger. swagger. Yeah. He sort of reminded, it sort of, you know, I don't have a problem with Jack Grealish. It's fine. But it, it sort of reminded me a bit of um, when England won the Ashes in 2005. This is you on football fans, aren't you? you, don't, you don't <laughs> I, I remember it well. Well, the fact they had a parade and Flintoff and Peterson and all of that were just like really pissed off, uh, pissed up mm. and like urinated in the number 10 garden and everything. It was just like... But they earned the right to do that. Jack yeah, Grealish no, only scored two more goals than Alvaro. What I'm saying is they were... But they were really pissed up, the whole squad, and then they were like shit for two years. <laughs> now, I don't think... Because they were like, we've done it. I don't think the Man City squad will do that. But I wonder whether Jack Grealish might. I mean, Jack Jack Grealish cost five times as much as as Almiron, and Mares cost three times as much as as Almiron. It's it's real punching down. It's it's real like if if he, honestly if he'd said a Man U player and said like uh, like oh you're playing shit you're playing like Jaden Sancho or something like that who's who's clearly a good player but hasn't performed well it's your local rivals dig him out that's fine i get it but like almeron he's such a like he's such a sweet kid he's just, like such a weird this is, target this is like modern football isn't it it's like you win your first trophy you get pissed up in the, in the parade you have a bit of fun with your mates you make some jokes, and then two or three days later, there's three lads sitting in their living room <laughs> analysing what would have been the best name to come up with. 
<laughs> but the, it's just that Almiron's such a... It's like going after a Brighton player. Like yeah. he, was, he was playing like Trossard. <laughs> so, like, I genuinely... It's funny. When, he's, I saw... he's accidentally made a really funny joke. Maybe it's not accident. Maybe he's just... Oh, wait, guys, nailed it. Yeah, he's, he's thick as mince. <laughs> I think any point he makes well is by accident. Yeah, he's thick as well, Spunk. He's not a clever bloke. Fine. But yeah, because uh, I, I saw it go, like Twitter was obviously, like Almiron was trending and Jack Grealish was trending and then a few of the Newcastle um, Twitter accounts, like the big ones, were like, this is like, it's a disgrace or something like that. Honestly, I watched it and I was like, <laughs> he's mentioned Almiron. That was my reaction. I just, I didn't care. I think, so, I think Almiron could rightly be quite hurt, though. Such a sort of sad face. Well, if you were Almiron, yeah. You were, yeah. Have yes. you seen where Grealish is now? Getting two-footed by Almiron? He's in Ibiza partying with Wayne Lineker. Oh, dear. I think Almiron should turn up there. <laughs> they should settle it like men in Wayne Lineker's pool. Signs are not good for Jack Green. No, they're really not. Like when he first, when they first sign him, there should be like, there should be a guy on Pep's books, a, a man whose full time job is to keep Jack Greenish away from Wayne Lineker. <laughs> is there a Premier League player? Do you think who would be more likely to talk to you about Peaky Blinders on a stag do? I don't think there is. <laughs> no. 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 Yeah, I'd, I'd, maybe Matt Target, but yeah. Uh, I think Matt Target would just talk about his car, but in a nice that's, way. Have you seen the like the little bromance that's going on between Bruno Gumierish and Matt Target? No. no. There's, there's there's quite a nice like. I mean, obviously Matt Target. Two videos. Gone. <laughs> they um. Uh, Matt Tiger was being interviewed on the pitch, or well, there was a camera in his face, really, uh, after the Arsenal game. And Bruno, like, gate crashed and said, Oh, he has to stay, he has to stay. And there's, there's been a few, like, exchanges on Instagram and stuff. And it, it does seem like the That's two of them nice. really get along. It's oh, quite nice. nice. I, I, I would like Matt Target to be signed permanently because I think he's a good pro, he's decent Premier League standard. I think, yeah, just. Like fifteen million, he's not a gamble at fifteen so. million. But I mean, the only thing is, he he probably want his own guarantees, won't he? Because he left Villa because he wanted he, he he's someone who wants guaranteed. Well, this is the thing, and I don't want to get too far ahead uh, uh, just yet. But like, we we're heavily linked with a guy called Renan Lodi from Atletico Madrid. He's he's you know a young Brazilian. He's really exciting going forward, but he's not reliable at the back. That's why they're quite happy to let him go. The money that we're talking about is like tens of millions. It's like 20, 30 million pound for him. I would much rather hold fire. Don't go for an unloady just yet. Sign Matt Target for less than 20 million quid. We know he can do it. He's, he's reliable, dependable. Spend the money in the really crucial areas like up front, centre-back, centre-midfield. Or right wing. I sort of agree, but that logic would also see us buying someone like Joe Willock instead of Bruno. You think if you can get that calibre of player, the impact they can have on us is no. So, because because if we could find a better left back 
than Renan Lodi, then I would say sure. Like if we could go off and sign, um, I don't fucking know, like Carrasco or someone like that. Brilliant, go off and sign him. Could yes, be making 100%. that player up. As I'm <laughs> <laughs> but we could go and sign a really. What about good a left good back? English left back, Dave? All right then, like my... Luca Dean. <laughs> but if we could go off and sign a good left back, fine, go off and do that. But like the one that we've been aggressively linked with, I don't think it's the right choice right now. I not think. a special player. Is this? Is what he's really good going forward, but he's not. He's he is a bit suspect at the back, and we we're as well with Jamal Lewis. Then I was going to say, I still feel it's a bit harsh on Jamal Lewis not to be involved at all when you consider the improvement of players like Kraft. Mm. You kind of think I had genuinely forgotten that Jamal Lewis existed. Speaking of which, someone else I totally forgotten who existed. Ken- Miguel Almiron. Kennedy. Kennedy played Kennedy. for Chelsea. This week, which doesn't seem to make any sense. That blew my mind because I couldn't believe he was registered in their squad. It feels like there must be some anomaly or whatever. But yes, that would that would imply that he has been registered in their squad for the whole season. I looked him up. I don't think he's played for any other team anywhere God. this season. So he had a whole season and then started in the final game and got an assist, to be fair. Um, I did my fantasy team the whole year. <laughs> Paid Ended off at the end, end though, got an assist. Um, so uh, I, I feel like we'll probably, because we're going to be so active in the transfer window, or at least certainly linked with so many players, I feel like we might do a pod or two during the window. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think one yeah, thing to say is a lot of the players who we've been linked with all season is now business is happening. <laughs> a lot of them are just like, there is no way we could afford them or their wages. Like Tarkovsky is getting offered about like 120 grand a week. Mm. And, and we're that, not going to um, offer that. All these people who we've just assumed, oh, we'll go and sweep them up. There's still Premier League clubs. I got it into my head that we might sign Gabriel Jesus like a week, <laughs> a week ago and then and now I'm like, I'm not going to sign Gabriel Jesus. Sorry. Well, there's um, there's the French midfielder Bubakar Kamara, and he's gone to Aston Villa on a free transfer, and he was somebody that we were heavily linked with for like two or three windows where we were like, I think there was one where we actually agreed a fee with his, with his club, and he turned us down because he wanted to stay and, well, be in Europe and everything. But now he's yeah. I mean, Aston Villa are making some making some moves. They've already got Coutinho. They've already got well. They've signed this Kamara, and they're both apparently on like circa hundred grand a week. They're they're spending a lot of money like on wages, and wages are one part where FFP can impact like can stymie your growth quite a lot. Yeah, you sort of think. As long as Gerard's not a kind of one-hit wonder, it could work. But they could also very easily be like Everton in a couple mm. of years. Yeah. So um, we're going to do some awards. We've had some people get in touch on Twitter. Mickey G said, who would you give the Absolute Meathead Award? Who would you give the Absolute Meathead Award? What does that mean? Um, I don't know. Who's this been an Absolute Q and Clark? 
the getting sent off against uh, Norwich, was, wasn't it? He's a meathead. I've taken it to mean like, who in the squad do you think eats the most meat? I, I mean, for the that. meatiest head in the squad, you'd have to say Steve Bruce. Yeah. Right. Yeah, of the season. I, I yeah. thought I thought meathead meant like moron, like stupid. Uh, He's a meathead. I well, think, yeah, I think, probably Kieran Clark. Well, I think it's it's not a very nice thing to say, but I don't think he is. But as I've said it before, I think Matt Target looks thick. But I don't think he is. But you know, um, one up gaming ha- says. Uh, it has to be Joe Linton for most improved, but I still don't think he's great in passing or shooting. Uh, but he just gets in the way of opposition passes and shots. I mean, that's his summary. Lots of shout-outs for, for Joe Linton. Sugar Wookie says, best player, Joe Linton. Shorter shorts, Joe Linton. Most improved, either Fraser Craft or Joe Linton. Best moment slash pennycopter award. Is that? Oh, yeah, I think. Peniscopter. Sure. Um, he mentions Trippier free kick. Of course, there's been two. Goal of the season, Bruno versus Southampton. Matt Ritchie, Raggi Award. He's sending, giving that to Joe Linton. John Tilly, also saying Joe Linton for most improved. Bruno, best signing. Uh, any awards you want to throw out? I'd Play say best signing, Dan Byrne is also up there for the difference yeah. he's made. Yeah, very good shout. I think, to be honest, all of the, the signings bar Wood have done well. Like, I don't think anybody's like disappointed apart from Wood. Um, moment of the season for me is pr- probably probably Trippier's free kick against... Uh, it wasn't Aston Villa. Was it Leicester? Everton. Oh, Everton. That's right. It was Everton. That's right. Um, goal of the season... You could have had Wilson's against Crystal Palace, the overhead kick. Um, Almiron's against Palace or uh, Bruno's against uh, Leicester. Bruno's, um... yeah. oh, Bruno's against Southampton as well, of course, like on his first start, the, the back heel. Flick, right? yeah. Um, yeah. I would say Bruno is a shoo-in for signing of the season. I mean, the other one you could mention is Trippier because it was a bit of a statement. Mm. Um, but he hasn't played all that much for us. He's obviously a leader. He's obviously a top player, but he is 31. Bruno, he's, I don't know how old he is, what, 23, 24? Yeah. He looks like a player who could be approaching world class already. He's been phenomenal. Yeah. And I think any squad in the league would want him. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how he gets on. Second season, you sort of have to adapt a bit more when you've been that good. Suddenly, you've got two players on you all the time. But it seems to just create space everywhere. Yeah, and the hope is, because the the rumours are that we're going to sign like three £30 million players-ish. You'd hope that by bringing in that level of quality around him, that if two players were suddenly to like be chasing him around the pitch... These, these new signings might have more space to, to express themselves and we can punish a team in a different way. Uh, and most improved? Got to be Joel Linton. It's got to be. I mean, <laughs> it's got to be so obvious. Got to be, I mean, well, I think there's... 
I think there has to be a big mention for Kraft because him and Joel Linton have both had many moments where we've both said, it's not that they're not Premier League players, they don't even look like professional footballers Mm. to come back from there to the levels they've hit. But Joel Linton's just, the moving him back from striker to a centre mid, it feels like something Brian Clough would have done. It doesn't feel like that (laughs) happens in the game anymore. Moving position that radically. And with Kraft, either he's played his way into the being on the books or he's played his way to a move that at least gets some of the money back that we spent. I mean, we only we paid five million for him. I reckon we could we could off the back of his second half of the season, you could definitely get five million for him. So he's either going to be on the books or out the door. Yeah, I think he'll probably stay and Mankio's out. Mankio's versatile though, isn't he? Anyway, we could go on about that. Worst player of the season? Should we just do that? Kieran Clark. I'm trying to even remember what happened. Kieran Clark just got sent off, right? Yeah, I mean, Lascelles was pretty bad for a lot of it as well. He was bad, but I think there were points of the of the of every game. It was almost like Lascelles would play okay for like 75, 80 minutes, and then have like a couple of ca- catastrophes. Whereas Kieran Clark was bad. Or cat- catastrophic. So it's Kieran Clark for me. It feels like just two two different seasons, right? Yeah, two different seasons, and it wouldn't say that the heart. It it and it's it's not just about when Eddie Howe arrived and the takeover happened, because, I mean, yes, that's when the turnaround began, but it didn't. We didn't really see it on the pitch for like another. Weirdly as well, I think what gets forgotten is Joe Linton was looking like a slightly better player first half of the season. Like he was looking better out on the left than he had done at any Mm. point last season. But it was the switch to centre midfield is what really changed him. Yeah. So um, we're approaching the end of our Zoom meeting, uh, which means that we're probably approaching the end of our pod. Because uh, it's not time to start making predictions for next season. Um, we'll probably do a, a pod or two over the summer. But right now, I just want to say what an honour it has been to be in the company of two men I would go to war with. <laughs> Dave Watson. Thank you, Fergus. And Paul Doolan. Thank you. And thank you to you, the Newcastle listener. Newcastle listener, the Newcastle Natter listener. I would go to ev- to war with every single one of you, although I don't know what we're fighting for. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> if you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.